Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from President Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here along with Everett Barnell. Hey, Steve. I can't tell you how excited I am to do this week where we're staying in touch with the people. We're staying in touch with the constituency. We're not allowing people to get in the way. There's no radio station. No media is going to get between us and the entrepreneurs who listen, who we are helping and skyrocketing their gross revenue into the stratosphere. And our podcast is running like a finely tuned machine. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's a, it, there's no chaos in this podcast. It is a fine-tuned machine, believe me. Absolutely. Believe me. Believe me. I, I believe you. Believe Steve. me, we're not doing anything wrong. I mean, there might be, like, uh, listeners out there that, I don't know, iTunes might be screwing us, but, like, we're doing everything right. We're, we're doing everything on the right way. Absolutely. And speaking of doing things right, this week we're talking about the importance that you see Donald Trump doing where he uses social media. It's the importance of staying in touch with your customer. With Trump, of course, it's with his supporter, with his voter, but you see that. I mean, he says uh, constantly it's been a year and a half, and all you keep hearing is, like, he's got to stop tweeting, it's unpresidential, he's got to stop doing that. Like, he's not going to stop doing that, and he keeps saying, I'm not going to stop doing that, and he should not stop doing that. He needs to basically do what he's doing. He's cutting out the middleman, and he's staying in touch with his supporter, and you've got to do the same thing as a business owner. Absolutely. Too many people, too many business owners allow somebody to get between them and their end customer. So if you think about it from the point of view of a Tide, for example, Tide dish soap or laundry soap or whatever it is, you go into the grocery store and you buy Tide. Well, you're the end customer. You're the end user. If everybody stops buying Tide, the grocery store is not going to keep buying it from Procter & Gamble. But now, of course, this is an uh, example with a huge corporation that's branding and everything, but we'll see how it, how it ties down into the entrepreneurial world in just a moment. But Tide does nothing to stay in touch with the end consumer, and that's they don't even know who you are. They have no idea who you are. They they have no idea. They have no mechanism to get to you. So the end consumer goes in, and with very few exceptions, they're looking at the laundry soap, and all of a sudden, X laundry soap is 20% off this week as opposed to Tide. So, well, let's try that one out because uh, why not? Right. Or, they get a coupon you know, in the mail or whatever. Whatever. So so then, boom. So now, now Tide has lost a customer. And that happens too often with business owners. So I, I hear it all the time with business owners. Oh, there's no customer loyalty out there. Uh, customers are so right. fickle nowadays. Well, whose fault is that? Now imagine this. Imagine you're a customer. You, you have a business and you sell some of your stuff on Amazon. Right, you have a product business and you sell some of your stuff on Amazon. If you're not staying in touch with that customer, 
If you're not figuring out a way to get that customer's contact information, then all you're doing is you have one transaction. You might as well not even have the transaction. You might as well not even do it because what are you making, five bucks, eight bucks? Who cares? The money, the gold, I mean, what do we always say, Steve? The gold is in the list, right? That's where the money's found. And if you're not doing anything, Amazon's not telling you who the customer is. So if you're not doing anything to get the name and contact information of the customer, then congratulations, you've made eight bucks. Go knock it and knock it down. But if you have a bounce back offer, then you can ship your stuff to Amazon. You can have it fulfilled by Amazon, and you can get a certain number of the people to give you a call back. Uh, and same explain thing a with, bounce back offer for our listeners that don't know what that means. Okay, my apologies. Absolutely, a bounce back offer is when Real you have uh, when there's an offer inside of the package of what you sell. So a stick letter, which hopefully our listeners are familiar with, is when you send a letter before fulfillment of the order. And it says basically, weren't you smart to order from us and you should be excited and your stuff will be there shortly. Now, bounce back offers, when they get the product, when they get whatever they ordered, it arrives, they open it up, and now all of a sudden there is a coupon or a sales letter or uh, ideally, in this case that we're talking about, a free offer to get something of some value or at least some perceived value uh, where all you have to do is uh, call in and let us know where to ship it or go online and give us your email address or go online and let us know where to ship it. I was hoping for a little quicker uh, explanation but uh, I will okay. just say it's like when you get a pizza and it comes with a coupon for your next pizza or you pick up your dry cleaning and it says here's $3 off your next dry cleaning. It's called a bounce back because they want you to bounce right back and make another order after that purchase. So the key exactly. is that, the, like you said, the money's in the list, the fortune's in the follow-up. How can you do that if you're not staying in touch with people? So, for instance, a, a, a contract. You might be a general contractor or you get a big job and you, you're going to sub out parts of it. Well, you don't just sub it out and then go away, you've still got to keep in touch with that homeowner. You've got to cut out the middleman and have direct contact with the homeowner at all times. Don't just say, well, I found someone to do such and such. Or what if you make a referral? You go into a home, let's say you're a roofer, and you go in a home and you do some roofing and you notice, hey, you could use some carpet cleaning. And they say, do you know a guy? And you say, this guy. Well, follow up with them. Stay in contact with them. Call them up a week later. So, you know, a week later, how was the carpet cleaning? Blah, blah, blah. Keep in contact with them because that homeowner can be a source of all kinds of future business to you. And it works the other way. If you're called in as a sub, well, make that homeowner your own. You can pretty much bet, unless they're listening to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast or the one of our clients, that they're not doing this. So the GC calls you in as a subcontract. You go in and just do your part. Well, then leave some information, get some contact information from them, build a relationship with them, follow up with them, stay in touch with them, because it's a source of lots of future business. I'm sure everyone knows the saying that it's easier to keep a customer than it is to get a new one. And here's the mistake that too many people make. They, they don't realize, too many business owners, uh, particularly in the what you just described. I'm an electrician or I'm an AC guy and I work for GCs. I work for general contractors. So XYZ general contractor is building a house and they call or, or is working on a house doing an addition and they call the electrician in. So I show up. Now, I do a great job and they're blown away and I give all kinds of great service, you know, and, and they're just amazed at how wonderful, what a wonderful job I did. And then three months later, 
somebody says, I need to get something done. My electric wiring is giving me trouble or I'm having a problem with my panel box. Do you know an electrician? And the homeowner says, oh, yeah, the best electrician came by. Call XYZ General Contracting. They have the best electrician, right? Well, that's my fault. I should have, they should not have said call XYZ General Contracting. They should have said call Everett the electrician because, he, you know, he's amazing and he was doing some work for, he was a subcontractor, but he came out and did some excellent work and he got to call him. He's the electrician. You need to talk. Right. So these, these subs are missing Right, and then they would have said, hang on, let me go over to my circuit breaker box because there's the sticker and there's his exactly. information. Exactly. Yeah, and, and Even they, if you uh, didn't leave him lots of extra stuff. So, I mean, short and sweet this week. Now, the advanced tip is a do, it's fantastic, and we, I, I was almost going to discuss it here because I want everyone to know it, but it is the advanced tip. As always, go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. Contact information is there for Everett and for me. Get in touch with either one of us. We'll share that with you, and we'll help you implement this stuff into your business because the bottom line is no matter how many people keep saying, oh, Trump should stop tweeting and give up his Twitter and whatever, Trump would be a complete fool. He can be a complete idiot, which I assure you, and especially if you listen to this podcast, you know he is not a fool when it comes to marketing. That's the reason he's in the White House. He is never going to give up that Twitter. He's never going to stop using it on a regular basis and keeping in touch and keeping that close-knit relationship with his followers. And equally, I've just got to tell you straight out, they call me straight talk, Steve, you would equally be an idiot to not be in constant touch and contact and building that ongoing relationship with your customers who you do work for. So don't be that guy. Stay in constant contact in various ways. You can do it with emails, postcards, newsletter, phone calls, social media, any way you can. Stay in touch, constant touch with everyone you do business with. It's much easier to get more business from someone who already knows and trusts you and has done business with you than it is to keep always looking and spending money and time and frustration to search out new customers all the time and then just what, do a transaction and then lose them too? Like, cut that out. So, anything else, ever? Just that you stay in touch with your customers and trust me now, you will end up huge. Believe me, it'll be huge. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.